one eight four four two eight nine zero eight seven nine dash the National Drug Helpline on one eight four four two eight nine zero eight seven nine provides a toll free telephone number that you can call around the clock to get free information about alcohol use and addiction. A helpline such as ours will typically provide guidance, advice, support, and access to resources in your community. Alcohol Addiction Hotline, National Drug Helpline. Drughelpline.org slash alcohol hotline slash. The Greek word pharmakia appears in Galatians 5.20 and Revelation 18.23. Terms from the same root word appear in Revelation 9.21, Revelation 21.8, and Revelation 22.15. These are typically translated into English as sorcery, witchcraft, or sorcerer. Ancient Greek uses of pharmakia closely mirror the generic modern English word drugs, the same Greek root word produced English terms such as pharmacy and pharmacist. Modern use of the word sorcery evokes images of supernatural power and spells, biblical use of pharmakia doesn't fit well with such ideas. Rather, the term suggests various forms of drug abuse. Those might include drug use in pagan worship, as an addiction, or as a poison used to manipulate and control others. In modern English, separate terms distinguish medicines, chemicals, and illicit drugs. As used in most contexts, a pharmacist and a drug dealer both distribute chemicals, but of different kinds and for drastically different reasons. Because English vernacular uses entirely different words, phrases like selling drugs evoke something illicit while taking meds or prescription drugs don't imply anything nefarious. Ancient Greek used words like pharmakia to refer to that entire spectrum, from medicines to psychoactives to poisons. This makes cultural and biblical context crucial when interpreting terms related to pharmakia. Ancient societies were no stranger to mind-altering chemicals. Archaeologists note the presence of opium, hemp, and many other substances in Bible-era cultures. These compounds were not as potent as modern options but still capable of powerful effects. For example, synthetic drugs like carfentanil are a hundred thousand times as powerful as an equivalent dose of natural opium, this is what allows a small dart to tranquilize an elephant. But opium itself is still a strong drug. Mood-altering substances were also used in connection to ancient religious practices. Temples such as those in Greece sometimes used mind-altering drugs in fortune-telling and oracles. These may have included natural vapors and deliberately concocted mixtures. When Paul wrote Galatians and John recorded Revelation, these practices would have been part of pagan idolatry. Substances that alter a person's perceptions can be used as legitimate medicines, 1 Timothy 4-4. They can also be abused for recreation. Even worse, they can be used in a predatory manner, influencing others and taking advantage of their skewed awareness. The biblical concept of sorcery seems to lean toward the latter end of this spectrum. A biblical sorcerer could be thought of as the equivalent of a modern drug dealer. Or as the type of person who slips chemicals into a woman's drink to take advantage of her. Galatians 5.20 is part of Paul's list of contrasts to the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22-23. That list of works of the flesh, Galatians 5.19-21, does not appear to be random. The references are collected into groups of similar offenses. Paul begins by mentioning sexual sin, then idolatry, then sorcery pharmakia, and then division, before moving on to drunkenness and debauchery. His reference to pharmakia is grouped closer to idolatry and sexuality than it is to drunkenness, which hints at the use of illicit drugs and ungodly spiritual practices. John's references might also be connected to pagan worship. Revelation 9:21 comes immediately after a condemnation of idolatry. Yet this reference also sits between mentions of murder and sexual sin. Revelation 18:23 is part of a condemnation of Babylon, referring to its deception. The phrasing closely echoes the statement of Nahum 3:4, which refers to charms. 
The Hebrew root word used in Nuum is Keshef. That is used in reference to idolatry and often translated as sorcery, and is seen in 2 Kings 9:22, Isaiah 47:9, 12, and Micah 5:12. Combining these contexts, the exact meaning of pharmakia isn't crystal clear, but neither is it completely obscure. There's no sense that Scripture uses terms such as pharmakia in reference to supernatural powers. Instead, biblical sorcery seems to be about abusing drugs for idolatry, recreation, and or oppression of others. Thank you to Got Questions Ministries. Copyright Copyright 2002-2019 Got Questions Ministries. All rights reserved.